T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Brewers need this series desperately. The Cubs have been playing some fantastic baseball. Cubs sitting at 12-3, and Brewers at 7-9, and a couple of games under 500, and things just have not worked out this season for the Brewers. But the Cubs' perspective has been good. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our buddy Zach Zabin, pre- and post-game host of the Cubs Radio Network and 670 The Score. Zach, how you been, man? Bill, good morning. I'm safe, I'm healthy, so I'm feeling great. And your team's in first place and playing some pretty darn good baseball right now. It seems like they're doing a lot right. Yeah, they're off to a better start than when they won the championship in 2016. It is just the third time in Cubs history since 1901 that the team has won 12 of their first 15 games. So they're doing a lot right. It all starts with the starting pitching staff, which has been phenomenal from the get-go, and you saw it in that first series against the Brewers. And I think that Kyle Hendricks has embraced the role of ace. You Darvish has picked off. Uh, picked up where he left off last season uh, after a terrific second half. You know, John Lester's kind of been bumped down in the rotation, but uh, I think he's dominated so far when he's been on the mound. Tyler Chatwood has looked good. And the real surprise has been Alec Mills as the fill-in number five starter for Jose Quintana, who's still recovering from that thumb surgery. Mills has been fantastic as the number five starter. So I think every night the Cubs know they're getting a good start, a quality start, from that pitching staff, and it just helps relax the rest of the team. Uh, the Brewers, their offense has been uh, anemic, I guess might be the best way to put it. And if you're thinking about getting this team at a good time, uh, you might be doing so. A guy like Christian Yelich has been down. Orlando Arcia started off really hot. He slowed down a little bit. Uh, do you think that maybe you, th- this is where the Cubs, if you're in that clubhouse, thinking you can deliver the knockout blow to the Milwaukee Brewers if this series should go in the Cubs' direction? I just think the the goal every single time out is to make sure that you win series, and that's what the Cubs have been doing, and they've not allowed distractions. You know, I think this is a an unusual year, obviously, because of the climate that we're in, where you're battling not just the opponent on an every-game basis, but you're also battling the virus on a, an everyday basis and the impact that that has. And the Cubs have been impacted by it because of the Cardinals' coronavirus outbreak. 
the Cubs basically had four unexpected days off thrown into the middle of the season. They responded by scoring a couple of touchdowns in a brief two-game series against the Indians in Cleveland. And, and I think that, to me, has been uh, the, big, the big thing with the Cubs, is that they have not looked at the big picture. It's game to game and finding a way to overcome whatever adversity from a baseball standpoint and a, a real-life aspect each and every day. And they've done that. They, they, they've, their attention to detail compared to last year to this year is night and day. And I don't know if it's simply just having a new manager in David Ross, but you know, I talked to you before the start of the season, and I mentioned one of the big things that really hurt the Cubs last season was the fielding where they were third in the majors in most errors committed. And then when you look at the way they ran the bases, they ran into more outs than any team in baseball last season. They have really pounced on opponents when opponents make mistakes this season, be it on the base paths or from a fielding standpoint. And, you know, the Cubs numbers, if you look at them individually, they're not so hot in terms of batting average and all the metrics, except when it comes to clutch hitting. And I think because of that, and, and those are things I don't know if it's innate or if it's something you can teach. I just know that the teams that are able to get those big two-out base hits, those big clutch hits with men on base, the, those, those abilities to get hits in big spots when an opponent commits errors, when you do that kind of stuff, that's generally the mark of a good team. And the Cubs have definitely been a good team so far this season. Pre- and post-game host on the Cubs Radio Network, uh, right now being joined by Zach Zayman, also with 670 The Score. One of the guys that uh, you look to and you think, man, you're expecting a big year out of him, and, and the Cubs are still playing extremely good, but they're doing it without the bat of Chris Bryant, only hitting 196 right now. What has been his struggle? I, I just think that they moved him up into the leadoff spot. You know, he was sick for a little bit uh, during the early portion of the season with uh, some stomach issues. He's back now, and I, I think, again, if, if you start looking at the, the championship core that the Cubs have, and I'm talking about the numbers of Rizzo and Bryant and Baez, you know, outside of Contreras, no one's really wowed you if you just look at the numbers. But I think what they've done a big difference of, and Bryant has been a big catalyst when it comes to this stuff, in the leadoff spot, they have forced teams to go into their bullpen a lot earlier than they would like because all those core players that I just mentioned have been forcing the starting pitchers to work and throw a lot of pitches. And the Cubs' bottom of the order has picked up significantly from an offensive standpoint. And by that, I mean guys like Ian Happ and Victor Caratini and the second-base combination of Jason Kipnis and Nico Horner, David Bodie off the bat. Those guys have really benefited because the guys at the top of the order, led by Bryant, think have taken much different approaches at the plate this season so while the the numbers aren't what you've become accustomed to seeing from guys like brian you know it'll, they'll be there by the end of the season but i think in the early going uh, they have made opposing pitchers work they have forced teams to go into their bullpen and over the course of a three or a four game series to me that's a huge deal because if you have to go to your bullpen early and often it hurts you from a, a team standpoint, and ultimately, if you have the kind of firepower that the Cubs do have in their lineup, they'll make you pay before the end of the game. When uh, things began to happen with the Marlins and the Cardinals, um, give me your thoughts as teams began to really kind of kind of lock it down. And you had, uh, I think, baseball at one point was actually teetering as to whether or not they were going to shut down. 
uh, and see if they couldn't then restart it. If there was continued outbreaks when it came to the coronavirus, give me. You said the Cubs are kind of keeping the outside outside of that clubhouse. Has that just been the fact that they've got new management uh, and David Ross has been that good, or what has it been with this team? I think it's the fact that they have been able to have an understanding of what this virus is like uh, from from inside. You know, their pitching coach, Tommy Hadovy, right before the start of the season, so I would say in June, you know, and he's in great shape, you know, in his, uh, he's in his late 30s. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the kind of guy you would think that if he got the virus, you'd be able to brush it off. Well, not so. You know, it, it really hit him hard, and it, it basically laid him out for about 30 days. And he had major respiratory issues. He said the fevers that he got from the virus took him into some dark places mentally. And I think it kind of set the example for the rest of the group that if you don't take this seriously, all the protocols that are in place, you're not going to be able to play this season. So I think that is a major reason why I think the Cubs have done a good job uh, navigating their way through the virus. They have not had a single player at any point test positive. That doesn't mean that you celebrate because, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's a day-to-day thing. You're constantly fighting this in addition to your opponent. But I think perspective, you know, you Darvish, before he decided to play this season, said that if he felt that the protocols weren't being taken seriously, he was going to turn around and go right back home. And you're talking about a veteran group where you've had two players who unfortunately in their lives have had to deal with cancer, John Lester and Anthony Rizzo. And I think there is great respect for those guys. There's a great understanding and appreciation for what their pitching coach, Tommy Hadovy, went through. And I think because of that, it's kind of a good peer pressure. The younger players, I think, have have understood the way you need to act, the things that you have to sacrifice over the course of essentially two months to make sure that you're able to do something special. I'm just talking about the Cubs' standpoint in in 2020. They feel they're a very good baseball team. They feel that they did not live up to expectations the last couple of years. And I think that there's also an understanding that because of the business of baseball, this is the last year where that championship group is going to be able to play together. And I think they'd like to finish off strong. So that's my opinion as as to why uh, the Cubs have responded the way they have both on and off the field. Um, with eight home games that they have played at Wrigley, they are one of the best pitching staffs as far as not giving up the long ball. Do they feel, uh, starting the season, do you feel kind of fortunate at this point, only giving up 16 home runs as a total pitching staff? Because you look at the numbers, offensively the numbers are very, very good for the for the Cubs, but they're fourth in whip with as a pitching staff overall. They're 26th in strikeout, which means they're getting a lot of either fly balls or ground ball outs. They're eighth in team ERA, but they're 28th. They've only given up 16 home runs on the season and they play at Wrigley Field and then it's very tough National League Central yeah most of those home runs have come out of the bullpen Uh, the the bullpen struggled in the early going particularly Craig Kimbrell I think David Ross has kind of learned to navigate uh, who he can use and who he can trust in certain spots but again the starting pitching has been a major revelation there have been some refinements you know they tweak the order of the way they do things they made Hendricks the ace they moved Darvish to number two uh, they slid John Lester down uh, in the order. Uh, they really worked a lot with Tyler Chatwood. You know, he had major struggles in his first year as a Cub uh, with his mechanics in 2018. Uh, spent the entire offseason leading into 2019 on working on those mechanics. And last year kind of had that hybrid role. 
uh, out of the pen as a spot starter, an emergency fill-in. This year, he was put into the rotation. He's been magnificent. You know, I mentioned Alec Mills has been a revelation as the number five fill-in starter for Jose Quintana. So I, I think it's just the fact that uh, the Cubs have done a terrific job. I'm talking about the starting staff now of uh, understanding what the scouting report. They have guys that can pitch to the scouting report, so you're not afraid to pitch to contact as long as that contact's weak, and that's that's what has occurred. And I, I think. You know, when you look, and I don't know the reason for this, Bill, but if you look around Major League Baseball, the offensive numbers overall by most teams have been down. And I think the Cubs, because they're pitching, they've been able to take advantage of that. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And their offense, though, is up. I mean, when you look at now, granted, some of the average numbers are down, but for the most part, the Cubs in a lot of the top categories when it comes to the offensive side of the baseball as well. It's 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 going to be a hell of a series. The Brewers are just kind of hanging on right now. We know they can still come in second and make the postseason, but uh, I, I tell you what, it's it's this is one the Brewers need. They need to get three out of four, and on the other end of the spectrum, when you're talking about the Cubs, they have a chance now to knock the Brewers out, so you better believe that they're probably uh, salivating to be able to do it, but like you said, one game at a time. Should be a going down there at Wrigley. Zach, always a pleasure, my friend. You got it, Bill. Looking forward to the series. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Zach Zaidman. He is the pre- and post-game host for the Cubs Radio Network. Does an inning during the game as well on 670 The Score. And he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.